find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, yo, what up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the world-famous Behind the Baller podcast, recorded in 8K high Doge finishing sound. This is the weekend wrap-up. Uh, this is episode 213, 213, 213, OGLA area code. Uh, this is a Dust Brothers production. Shout out to Miles and Jordan. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble also known as the Korean John Cusack, a.k.a. The Washed Lord. We got a whole lot of random shit going on in this episode, <laughs> okay? So, yo, let's not waste any time. Jake Paul won that fight last night, and conspiracy theorists are already out there saying that Tyron Woodley threw this fight. They could tell by his body movement and... That his effort and this and that, whatever. No, motherfucker. He's an MMA fighter who doesn't know how to box, okay? You could tell by his stance and everything. I'm not trying to hear this. I hate conspiracy theories, all right? But from people, like I know people who know Ty, okay? People say he threw the fight too. To like you could tell by the, the way he, man, look, stop. Stop the cap. You know, from knowing people who know Ty, this ain't a fight that he could afford to lose on purpose, even for money, okay? Especially with the climate that's going on in today's world. Mostly in America. Ain't no way he's just gonna lay down for this shit, okay? If he could have won, then he should have won. No money that Jake Paul or any promoter could pay him, all right, to, for him to take this fucking L. There's no way. Because if he could have won and he won, if he won, he would have got the rematch for sure without anything. Be like, yo, what's up? You want to fight again? We do this, we run this back, boom. Then it had been legit, okay? Jake's career would have been in shambles, all right? But now that it's the opposite, man, come on, man. Jake's in the driver's seat, okay? I love how fools doubted me. Like, I don't fuck with that dude. I don't fuck with that dude, okay? I've had several people hit me up because I didn't want to make no joy for this dude, Right? Like, yo, you want to fuck with the... Pu no, dog, I'm cool. I'm straight on them. Right? They wanted, you know, Jake and Logan want to make a bunch of different chains. I turned down at least $250,000 from both them dudes. Okay? And although I think he's funny, like Jake, I think he's funny at times with that when shit when he grabbed Mayweather's hat. Like, I got your hat. Like, that's funny. He's a troll here and there, whatever. But I don't need no new friends. I'm not tripping. I'm just saying... He's a decent fighter. Oh, shut the fuck... Motherfucker, can you beat him? No, oh, but that's not the... Shut the fuck up then. Okay? That's not the case. I'm just telling you his footwork. But man, everyone's a pro. They can see this, this, and this, but they can't do shit. Prove something. Okay? Everyone's the best on Twitter. Look, I'm going to go by people who don't give a fuck and that they know from Roy Jones, Sugar Shane Mosley, Mike Tyson. They said, yo, I don't know, man. Dude is all right. You know what I'm saying? Look, I knew he was going to win, period. All right? I placed my bet on mybookie.ag. I got in at minus 200. Right, he was a favorite out the gate. I could have got in late at minus one thirty, but you know I made a video and you know when my bookie is a sponsor of ours. But fuck it, you know my theory was if he got his ass beat, then I'd be happy as fuck. You know I'd be like, all right, cool. But I just knew that wasn't going to be the case. 
okay? Fools take it personal and go with someone they like over someone they think is actually going to win. In this case, a lot of doubters thought that Jake was going to get handled by the MMA fighter Tyron Woodley. Nah, okay? I knew this dude Ty couldn't stop him, right? He's an MMA fighter. He's not a boxer. He hasn't fought in a while. He's lost his last few fights. He fights at 170, which means he probably walks around at 180, a little bit over that. Jake fights at 198. So Woodley had to gain a lot of weight to fight this dude. So that when he bulked up, that probably made him a little slower. He looked like he was in shape, though. He was, you know, whatever. It's over. All right? It's done. I doubt Jake gives this dude a rematch unless... Woodley really tattoos I love Jake Paul on his body, which he should absolutely not do, okay? Because he does that, then it's just like you just put yourself, like you put your people, put everyone around you. No. Jake needs to fight. If he wants to really prove the motherfucker got skills, he needs to fight a WBA, WBC, or an IBF boxer with 12 wins, somebody who's under 30, Okay, then it's on. Then he can really prove himself. And everyone keeps saying, oh man, you know, uh, you know, he's he fought, fought a bum. He fought fucking Ben Askren last week. But look at he's risen to the occasion so far in all his matches. But yeah, fuck controlling the narrative. Okay, jump in to the pro boxing you know, world. Like really fight a real boxer, you know? And that's probably gonna happen next. He's gonna have to. <sighs> Anyways, I'm glad to be back with my bookie. As football season is starting, you know, the Dust Brothers and myself have a huge betting picks operation uh, that's going to pair up real nicely with the NFL season and NBA and all the shit you could think of. Underdog Fantasy got me in the fantasy game. And if you don't know, I'm telling you now, the Dust Brothers are fantasy fucking football pros. They are professionals when it comes to fantasy football shit. That is no cap. Look it up. If you're really in like the big fantasy leagues, Miles and Jordan get down in that fantasy game, okay? And speaking of underdog fantasy, go to underdogfantasy.com or any of their apps and make a deposit. Use code BEN, all right? That will automatically enter you into like really legit winning a real $60,000 custom diamond gold chain made by me. This is not a joke, all right? It's not a chain you're going to wear that's going to say Snickers or a brand or whatever you don't care for. It's going to be tailor-made to your specs, all right? This is a fucking huge thing because you know I only make four or five chains a year. And with that, I'm booked until 2023, mid-summer. So you skip the line, do all that shit. Look, courtesy of Underdog Fantasy. Now, pivoting to something else, I don't do album reviews on here, really, right? I do speak about certain things. I just really haven't been moved by a lot of music you know, other than some R&B shit, like by her, H-E-R, um, what's that, Wiz Kid? I fuck with him too, right? But I had to say this because I was pretty harsh and critical on Donda and on Ye, right? The final album that came out yesterday is a lot better than the early version that I had from over a month ago, all right? There's like 15 songs, 16 songs that I don't even fucking have on that one, Um. The song with the locks, that shit goes hard. That's a really good fucking song, okay? So I want you guys to understand this. I'm, I'm telling y'all, okay? Album is all right, right? And I know Kanye. 
I'm not a stan. I'm just telling you, I know him. I know his body of music. I know him personally from a professional standpoint, being that I was once a big A&R professionally in the music game, okay? This album is art, right? This is Kanye's art. Like, that's what it really is. It's what he really put into this album, Donda, right? He is spitting super deep issues, all his pain, all the things that are going on. He's got a lot of shit going on, okay? And he's put his maximum potential, right, onto some pretty decent beats, right? I don't think it's, the, you know, the production is tight. A1 is probably the best part of the album. But this is not the same Kanye as before. You're not going to get that Kanye ever again. You're just not going to. He's evolved into something else. And he did this album specifically to let you know that this is who he is now. Right? He doesn't cater to teenagers. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to cater. He doesn't want to do what that other shit is. Right? But him taking off Cuddy and Jay-Z off the album is just fucking dumb. Right? Him putting on baby for, you know, whatever reason, certain things. It's just weird. Like him takes a soldier boy off the album, who gives a fuck? Okay. And there's some other controversial bullshit that's going on behind the scenes, and I don't really care to speak about it. There's some shit that I would know just because, you know, I was in the business. But look, the best way on how to describe who Kanye is today is that he's the black Donald Trump, right? But with talent, sorry, with talent. All the attention that he wants and all the shit that he says and things that he does and everything, I'm being dead serious, like, think about that for real. He's like fucking Donald Trump. It's crazy. But yeah, that early album leak I got was like, I would give it a six out of 10. And that's why I was so critical about it. Okay. But this Donda that's out right now, right? This new Donda that is out now, I give this album maybe a 7.5 out of 10, which is not bad. Okay. It is still his second worst album that Jesus is King album is fucking terrible, okay? The production, again, is A1 tight. And there are at least four or five really good songs on this Donda album, okay? You know, could be an eight, but he dragged it on so much, so long and just was being fucking just unnecessary, you know? So I took half a point off. And the more I listen to it, it the more I do like it. It, it. Know that it's not terrible, right? But it was not, this album, this Donda is not my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy, okay? It's not even Jesus. And the fact that he put so much religion onto this album turned me off personally, okay? I'm just, you know, like once you start talking about too much religion, I'd rather you have talk about some politics shit on it, but I want to say politics, I mean like fight the power type shit. Not like, oh, Republicans are doing this and the Reds are doing this. And the, man, fuck all that. No, it is too much Jesus talk on there for my personal tastes, okay? Now, Comparing this to Certified Lover Boy, I haven't heard CLB. Okay, but these are two totally different things. They're almost damn near two different genres, right? I guarantee Certified Lover Boy is going to be what Drake does. He is going to make a pop R&B rap album. All right, lyrically, Drake is going to kill Kanye. Just as what it is. This is some other shit. Okay. As for sales, Drake is going to crush Kanye. It won't even be fair, right? When it comes to like the real top charts and everything, yeah, you know, Drake hit, I mean, uh, Kanye hit number one on the album, you know, Apple shit, whatever. I'm talking about overall, you want to do America, you want to do worldwide, he's going to crush him. Okay. Kanye is out of his league 
when it comes to Drake. And I know Drake is going to have some real big songs like radio. So I don't know if Ye has a radio hit on this. You know, that's important to him. You know, I don't know if, if it's just different. Again, it's just different shit. They're at different places in their life. It's just different stuff. Drake knows the game. He's mastered it. He's a different type of person, right? He's like literally like fucking Kobe and, and Jordan put together, but he's mixed it all up. Ye is fucking 44 and washed up, okay? Drake is 34 and got a whole lot of career in him. He could fucking grow around and change and do all kinds of shit. Everyone wants to make jokes and shit, but yo, you already know what the fuck it is, all right? You already know I'm about to get into some shit, right? Now, I want to talk about something serious for a little bit while before we jump to the commercial, okay? This past week seemed to be real glorious. You know, I celebrated uh, London's birthday early in the week. Last week, I'm saying a week ago, right? London and um, my other two kids, they finished a week of school successfully without any issues, okay? All of them in new classes, all three of my kids are starting to make long-term friends. And, um, you know, Kaya, on Friday, she came home. She was crying. She goes, I think I got in trouble or whatever or something. She got teased by some boys. You know, my daughter's so cute. I just built this relationship with my, my girl. And it's so different from the boys. And just, you know, she just has so much personality. And, you know, she came home crying. She was in the car. She's just so sad. And it was so cute at the same time. She said these the boys were teasing her. They're giving her trouble. And little boys can be little shits, right? But it's okay. You know, I need her to experience all that, you know, whatever. And she's just so cute. She tells me all these new friends that she made, you know. But, you know, I just, it's, it's just crazy. She's like, mm, the boys made fun of me and this. And I'm just like, man, this is fucking crazy, you know. And I told Ryder in London, you make sure you protect your sister. You guys are in the same school. If anyone starts any shit with her, you run up on them and you take them down. I'll handle everything else, okay? The only issue is London and Ryder are both such good boys and they are softer than fucking gimpop, okay? Softer than soup. So on Friday night, the boys had swim team practice and London struggled a little bit with his backstroke, right? It's a different, he's never really, and London's still pretty new when it comes to like real swimming. He's very good with the water. He's a natural, you know, the coaches said, wow, you have an amazing breaststroke and you're good at this. But he struggles with like some of the other things. You know, this is his first time in an Olympic-sized pool. This, he's never been this before, but he's always been a good swimmer. He's now taking lessons and stuff, you know, but he struggled a bit on Friday. And since he's such a perfectionist, he'll throw a fucking fit if shit ain't perfect and he just doesn't get it. And he'll complain and we're pushing him because I want him to, to be a part of something competitive, you know? And London, if he doesn't get a hundred, a hundred score, he will throw a tantrum, you know? He puts so much pressure on himself, sort of like me. It must come from me, right? And it just gives him severe anxiety. Like even if he got a 97 on a test, it isn't good enough for him. If someone else scores higher than 97, he will just go crazy, right? So, you know, I was a little worried at the track meet, I mean, at the swim meet. And I told my wife, I was like, look, he's not ready for the swim meet on Sunday, okay? And, um, you know, kids are getting sick here and there. I'm just like, you know, a lot of my mind. Got my fucking cookies meat and everything. Come Sunday, we go to the swim meet. It's over 30 minutes away, right? It's a long drive from my house. 
It's over 100 degrees outside. And I asked him, I said, London, before we get in this car, are you sure? Are you okay? Just want to make sure. Do you want to go? And look, hey, London, you don't have to compete. If you want to just go in there and swim some laps and get some practice, I can talk to one of the coaches. I just want to make sure you're good, okay? I know you feel like your backstroke is still weak. And I know Ryder has a stomach ache, so he won't be coming with you. It'll just be you. But I need to know before we get in this car and drive over there, okay? Just please tell me, just so I know. Because I'm just trying to be on my, I'm trying to really exhale right now. And just decompress because I've had a fucking long couple weeks, right? Every day something going on. But London's like, no, no, I want to go practice. You know, if anything, I'll go practice. I'll just, but I want to go. Daddy, I want to go. I'm like, okay. So we get in the car and he's fine for the entire drive. I mean, of course, he's playing Roblox or whatever. I just want to be cool on the drive. He doesn't listen to my music. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm fucking exhausted, by the way. You know, for my cookies meet, my cookies event, you know, I'm still like just really beat up from the day before. Okay. So we park get to the fucking swim gymnasium. And as soon as I try to get him out of the car, he starts making excuses. He just shuts down completely. He's like, uh, I didn't get enough sleep last night, dad. I don't feel good. I, I didn't sleep enough. I call my wife. I'm like, babe, did Leonard go to sleep last night? Like, cause I was with Ryder last night. And she's like, no, he got fucking, you know, he got at least nine, 10 hours of sleep. So I'm like, little Leonard, why are you lying? He goes, no, she doesn't know what she's talking about. I was up. She can't tell. I'm like, Leonard, I'm going to check the cameras right now. You tell me right now. Did you go to sleep? And he's like, okay, daddy, I did. He starts getting a panic attack. You know, me being a victim of severe anxiety and severe panic attacks, I'm a little bit compassionate, okay? But we got to face this issue directly so it doesn't get worse and worse. Because I've had a history, I'm sorry, London has had a history of problems in school. Okay, there was one school that I paid a shit ton of money to go to, but in his class, he had four teachers. So he had more one-on-one time, right? But he had some shit that he had to deal with there. Okay, when I was in school at his age, for those of you who don't know, my mom just told me this recently. I thought I got kicked out of like, you know, seven, eight schools. I ain't talking about from junior high. I'm talking about from preschool to like second grade. I got kicked out of fucking 18 schools. My mom had to drive from fucking LA to Pomona. That's how far to f- try to find a school because they needed me to go somewhere. Anyways, I'm trying to deal with it. I'm like, Lennon, you got to get out of this car right now, okay? We got to get out. One of his best friends comes up, like, hey, Lennon, are you nervous about the swim meet today? Guess what? We're on the sim swim team. I just saw the, the chart. We're going to be okay. And Lennon's like, uh, and he's just like ignoring him. His friends are trying to console him, trying to get him out of the car. And these are his best friends in the world. London loves these guys, okay? All right? Like he finally has real friends. And then he pushes them away. He ignores this mad. And like, you know, I'm starting to become friends with the people's parents and everything. This is like a real thing now. Like I, I just, it's, I wasn't involved as my wife was because, you know, in 2019, I was on 120 flights, right? So I get extremely frustrated and then I finally get him out of the car. The whole swim team is warming up on the side of the pool, exercising and everything, doing stretches and stuff and he's half-assing it. And parents are like, oh, I see you have an EpiPen in his backpack. You know, I see the badge. Is he okay? But I'm trying to talk to them but meanwhile, like I'm side-eyeing and I'm like, Lennon, what's going on, man? You know? 
And I'm low-key embarrassed because he's like, you know, he sticks out. And again, people are like, maybe you're critical because you're watching your son. Maybe. But then the head coach walks over to him and he asks, hey, Linda, are you okay? And he just ignores him. And then the assistant coach comes like, hey, Lennon, you want to practice with me? And he's no. And he just ignores, doesn't say anything. And if it's one thing that I will not tolerate for my kids is them not respecting their elders, okay? And I know, look, there could be some serious problems, anxiety, other issues, and we've dealt with whatever. But look, it's time, like, for the bullshit to stop. And the reason why I'm even talking about this is so you guys understand my mindset. When you see me comment on something, when you see me when you do anything, just understand this is in the back of my mind, okay? So it's time for them to get in the pool. And I'm thinking he's going to be happy because it's fucking hot as shit outside and it's like 70 degrees in the pool and it will calm everyone down. Maybe get him back, you know, once he gets in the pool and everything, won't even get in the pool. London just shuts down, sits down, puts his head between his knees and his friends again try to help him out. And their parents know London. You know, they know London struggles with several issues. And they know what time it is. We've had several conversations, more than several. We've gone camping with some of these kids. Their parents trust us. They know we're good people. You know, my wife is fucking such an amazing mom. She's very tolerant. She couldn't deal with it because London and Kaya, I mean, Ryder and Kaya both had stomach aches from something they ate, whatever. So I'm embarrassed. I'm upset. I'm really pissed off that he's, he's brushing his friends off, you know, and everything, right? Because I know if they did that to him, he would be like, I don't want to speak to him ever again, okay? So as coach walks us over again, he sees he's struggling. He says, London, don't worry. Don't even worry about the competition. In fact, don't even swim. Just come watch your teammates swim so at least you know how this goes down for when we have another major swim meet. He ignores the coach, and at this point, I lose it. I'm furious. Like, I'm like, Lennon, let's go. And he's like, no, I don't want to go anymore. I'm like, what do you mean I want to go? Where are you going to go? I'm just going to sit here. I'm like, no, Lennon, what the fuck? Are you, are you going to watch? Are you going to, are you, what are you going to do? And he goes, am I going to get punished if I go home? I'm like, you damn right you're going to get punished. You get no phone. You get no iPad, no computer, nothing. You got to do your homework. You, this is enough is enough. I've spoiled you so much. You have no idea what kind, what, what you, you don't even get it. Like, we didn't waste all this time all this money to pay for all the private lessons and the uniform and all the equipment and the donation to the school. You know, private schools love fucking donations just to ignore and never respond to simple things like, are you okay? No coach, I need some time. Are you whatever? And be like, oh, maybe there's something wrong. And there is. And I want to get to the bottom of it. But what do you want? And he can't answer that simple question. He said, I don't know. So I said, Lennon, I don't want you to hear you say, I do not want to hear you say, I don't know, for a year. I just don't. I need no real answers. It's like, I'm just a bad kid. I don't know. You know, I wish I could be better. No, you can be better. Okay? And his attention span is maybe one and a half seconds, max. Okay? And he's a genius, that's for sure. So I said, listen, I ain't got time to play anymore. Let's go home. Said you wanted to go home, right? Oh, I don't want to go home because I'm punished. No, no, you're going, we're going home. So on the way home, we hit traffic. I'm already upset. I break down, man. Right? In the car, I break down and I cry. I'm not going to do him like my dad did me. And I'm not going to hit him. I, that's just not going to happen. Right? There are some spankings where you pat him on the butt, but I ain't going to hit him. I'm not going to hit him in the face. I'm not going to hit him in the back. I'm not going to hit him in his arm, his stomach. I'm not going to do that. Okay? I just told him that I've given him everything. 
possible, okay? Including love, attention, and support. I've, like, more than any kid his age, all right, if you think of any nine-year-old in the world, privileged or not, he has everything and then some. He has more than any kid his age could ask for and more than any kid could want, right? He literally has it better than 99% of the kids his age living on this earth, right? With the exception of all the health issues and mental issues. Be like, oh, well, that's the most important part. I understand that. I just want him to understand, okay? I want to get to the bottom of it. I feel like I failed as a parent. My wife has witnessed this way more than I have. And it's given her such bad anxiety that she can't sleep at night. It's been for years now. I don't think my wife has gotten more than three hours of sleep in like two years. Okay. The issue is deep inside, I know London hears me. I know he knows what he can do. Something is blocking it. Okay. He knows when he's being a brat. He knows how to take advantage of things, okay? But I do believe he definitely has anxiety issues and something deeper than that, all right? But not willing to work on those at all and just being a spoiled kid, it drives me in fucking sane. And then again, like I feel defeated, all right? The thing with London is he doesn't ask for clothes, he didn't say, oh, I want these Jordans. I want this. I want some Gucci. He didn't say none of that shit. He doesn't care about anything like that. Okay? Just wants to eat what he wants to eat. He only drinks water. And he's just totally obsessed with his phone and his computer, which basically involves Roblox. That's it. So I took his phone away. Right? Took his computer away. Can still watch TV, watch movies, play games. We're going to start doing some more bike rides, get him outside, whatever, you know. But today, I'm going to set up a fucking meeting with a therapist. Okay, He was seeing somebody for speech therapy and stuff because, you know, he was a late speaker. But fuck that. We need to go see a real, like he needs to go get help and see a therapy. So I'm going to get this shit going ASAP, going today. I don't want to waste any fucking time. Okay. I've had extensive autism tests because I said, hey man, maybe it's this, maybe he's on the spectrum. You know, just in case. I was like, maybe he's slightly on the spectrum. I thought my wife was maybe in denial. I was like, nah, babe, we need to get, and we went to the best. People who deal with this all the time, they're like, nah, man, that ain't it. It's something else, okay? Went to go see his doctor on Friday after the swim practice. I was like, look, I need to find out what's up. And she's like, look, there's something with anxiety. My daughter has autism, she told us. And I was like, oh shit. She's like, yeah, something is blocking him out and it's the anxiety. So you just, you need, I think he needs to see a therapist and just that's going to help. And I've mentioned this on BTB plenty of times. Most of my trouble or stress and anxiety in my life is from London because I just want him to be happy. I just want him to be normal, Okay. And for some reason, something is off and it is killing me inside. Guys, I've almost contemplated taking a month or more off from BTB and all work just to really focus on my family, all right, and really take charge because my wife is, she can't do it. I have sacrificed my jewelry business for my family, from my office to my store, and I've done, you know, what I need to do for myself 
And I also want them to step their game up right now. You know, there needs to be five Ben Ballers at IF and Co. Right? But when it comes to the work that's going on right now that I've started, I can't stop it. I have one or two major projects in the queue that are left, and they are too big to stop. And, and look, it's not that I'm choosing that on my family at all because I'm dealing with this as it is. Those projects depend, people depend on me finishing those up. People's lives, people's salaries, people's livelihoods depend on me finishing those jobs so that they can eat and survive, All right? So that's what I'm dealing with right now. And that's why I've even told Jordan and Miles, they don't want to hear it. They're the best guys I fucking know. Over the last couple of years, Miles and Jordan become some of my closest friends. And they don't want to hear one of their top three podcast guys is thinking about, you know, pushing, but it's not about that. It's deeper than that. All right. You don't think they're going to fucking hear this right now and be like, fuck, you know, you don't think I appreciate them for all that they do and make my life easier. But this is what it is right now. And I had to tell you guys, sorry to unleash this pain on you guys here. But as a dad, as a father, the pain that is going on in my life, I that has to go first. Okay? No money in the world could replace this. If I could literally write one check for $5 million cash tomorrow, which I have, just to say, all right, boom, that's it. London is normal forever. He's going to be normal and there's not going to be any issues anymore. I would write that $5 million check so fucking fast that it would be scribble scrabble. Okay. Just for him to be able to have decent conversations with his friends, right? Not be shy in front of his family, anybody else, except, I mean, there's a few people who just, we can deal with it. And that's like, there's like four people and that's like immediate direct family. Okay. And even his grandma, he gives trouble to who's with them all the time. I just want London to have, you know, conversations with kids on the street, be able to make friends on the street, okay, with kids his age. Anyways, I don't know, guys. You know, by last night before bedtime, I saw a real improvement, more improvement than I've ever seen in his behavior. London, yes, dad. Um, I'm talking to mom right now. Finally replying back. Teachers, my wife, me, say his name, had to say it four or five times, doesn't pay attention, doesn't, doesn't respond back, nothing. You know, I don't know. But I just need that to continue this good behavior and everything while he's on punishment so that he could fucking catch up socially. It fucking kills me inside. It literally breaks my heart. It's definitely taken a toll on my life for sure. All right, y'all. I know that was heavy told you guys BTB ain't no joke I don't talk about shit like this on my on fucking Instagram TikTok fucking Twitter Facebook whatever it is okay but yo guys let's get into this commercial alright we gonna lighten everything up man sorry you had to hear that but you had to that's really me okay yo Miles hit the BTB army off with some Lakey and we'll be right back
small business owners, startups, freelancers, and entrepreneurs. Do you know the number one way to avoid unfair bank fees? Step one, close your bank account. Step two, open a new Novo free business banking account. Novo is the number one business banking app, powerfully simple and free business banking that Money Magazine called the best business checking account of 2021. With Novo, there is no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. Sign up for free in under 10 minutes at banknovo.com slash baller. Then they'll mail you a Novo debit card and you get free ATM use. Novo makes banking easy and secure. You can manage your account in Novo's customizable web, Android, and iOS apps with built-in profit-first accounting and invoicing. Plus, you can tag each transaction and upload receipts. It's the streamlined transaction records for me. Novo seamlessly integrates with most leading business tools and services like Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks, and more for free. Plus, Novo offers over $5,000 in perks and discounts just for signing up. Get your free business banking account in just 10 minutes at banknovo.com slash baller. Go to banknovo.com slash baller to sign up for free right now and get a free copy of Novo's Small Business Starter Guide. That's banknovo.com slash baller. Yeah, the kids are back to school now. Um, and the thing that's back that I don't want to be back is Delta and coronavirus is surging all across the country and in LA County. The issue and why I'm bringing it up here is Delta is surging amongst kids. The majority of these new cases of Delta are with among kids, okay? You see these hospital cases, it's the kids that got it, all right? So that just makes me want to fucking start slapping some of these idiots on here that just are just, oh, it's about freedom. <laughs> man, come on, man. You don't think I want motherfucking freedom? That's the least I can fucking do to help other people out. Like, oh my, what the fuck do you got going on? Should never compare people. You shouldn't feel like you're better, blah, blah. I'm not saying none of that shit. I'm talking about where I stand as a man in life and the accomplishments I've done, where I stand financially, where I stand in the world, okay? And I'm complying and you, y'all know, I don't fuck with the government like that, okay? Look. One of my employee's nieces died last week of COVID. She was 10 years old. She had asthma. Whole family got sick. And they think they got, the kids got sick first and then they gave it to the sister. She got it. Two weeks later, she died. I don't want to sound like a broken record. My son has terrible asthma. All right. Beyond that, the allergies, everything else that makes him anaphylactic. Look. I'm at a fucking crossroads on what to do. I want him to go to school. You know, I'm fighting my wife about it. You know, I'm going to try another week. 
I, you know, he did that successful week. It's like, I want him to go, but I also got to protect my kids, right? But I want to see what happens. Need him to go to school this week. But what it's looking like and where it's really like leaning towards is all three of my kids are probably going to have to have homeschool. Probably partial Zoom and homeschool, tutor, you know, and just separate. It's going to be fucking expensive as shit, but it is what it is, okay? I'm going to have to homeschool them for probably six to seven weeks until they can get vaccinated in October because I just can't let London die. I got to do my best as a dad to protect him. Even if that means he won't be with all his friends, it fucking sucks. I'll figure out ways for them to come by with masks or something. I don't know, okay? Now, this narrative of COVID having a 90% survival rate has got to stop because if you actually see how many people that are getting it who are symptomatic, okay? Not the asymptomatic cases because there's a lot here. I'm just saying the ones who are symptomatic, you'll see a different story. And some of those, right, people who have got COVID, they got long-term issues we don't even know about that are way worse than any vaccine. Motherfuckers got, all of a sudden, got diarrhea for fucking three months. People got fucking kidney failure. There's all kinds of shit I've talked about here. Way worse shit than any vaccine could do to you. Okay? I think I talked about in the last episode about that dude, uh, Caleb Wallace, the anti-vaxxer. Or maybe I didn't. Maybe I just talked about it on Twitter. But there's this anti-vaxxer named Caleb Wallace who's from San Angelo, uh, Texas, you know what I'm saying? He's crazy anti-vaxxer, crazy anti-masker, been running freedom rallies and everything. Well, guess what? He died this week in the COVID, all right? I knew he was going to die, okay? He was only 30 years old. And I thought, I was like, damn, man, this dude had three kids. What the fuck? I just found out his wife is pregnant with their fourth baby, and she's due to give birth next month in September, Okay? This dude refused to hit a hospital when he started feeling sick. He said, man, his viruses, he didn't say it was cat, but I'm saying he didn't believe in it. He started loading up on vitamin C and zinc instead, and he started taking ivermectin. Ivermectin is a horse dewormer. I was told that they do make a version for humans, which is selling out and fucking all over the place. And pharmacists are even telling people, don't take this. This ain't for you. Don't take this. Okay. That dude actually took the version for the horses. Okay. Like, <sighs> the people like these Trump supporters, they think that ivermectin is the cure, okay? And it is proven scientifically that it does not cure anything to fucking do with COVID. Again, the crazy part is they are taking the actual medicine and dosage that was meant for a... <laughs> Sorry, I'm not good with the, you know, impersonations, but for horses, not humans, okay? Well, he died, right? His wife told the news that she wore a mask. She wears a mask. You know, she's pregnant. She was listening to the doctor and she did what she could to protect her children and his unborn baby, their unborn baby, right? She's a stay-at-home mom. And now she says she doesn't know what she's going to do and how she's going to raise four kids. She can't imagine a life without him. Of course not. This is just fucking sad as fuck. People need to wake up. Stop making it 
fucking political. Okay? That dumb fuck. Well, I forgot the fucking dude's name. Was fucking representing fucking, well, was representing um, Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle fired his ass. Right? His ass probably gonna end up dying too. Okay? This shit got nothing to do with being a Democrat. It's got nothing to do with being a Republican. It's neither one of those issues, okay? My boy Cole, who's been on this show and is a close friend of mine, is quoting QAnon sites, conspiracy pages, all kinds of shit that have no background in fact-checking at all. And he's posting on his page, being reckless and whatever. What fucks me up is, again, it says, Cole is not necessarily a dumb person, right? I don't know what happened or why. Almost like that's where the conspiracy is. Conspir- Did they get a hold of Cole? Like, what's going on, bro? He's just convinced the government. And again, I'm like, yo, bro, you know more than anybody. A dead person does the government no good. A dead person can't pay taxes. What the fuck do you think's going on here? There is no computer chip in the vaccine, guys. Like, what the fuck do you think? You think they're going to fucking, they're going to give us a fucking computer chip and then what? Okay. Yes, the billionaires have gotten richer during the pandemic. Fucked up. And the middle class is, is pretty much, it is gone. Okay. And the poor have gone poor, right? Okay. So then what? They use them as robots. They use them as armies. Like, what the fuck? They're going to fucking do um, popularity decreasing because the fucking robots are coming in, which which I do believe the robots could be working at McDonald's, whatever else. Okay, I'm just... Curious, what the fuck? All right, guys, I, I just really just looked at myself and I don't know how I saw a reflection of myself off the computer. I'm gonna stop all this. I've just, I've had a fucking weekend, right? Let's get into something light. I got my notes here in front of me, okay? You wanna get into some light shit, pivot into something else, entertainment. Guys, I started watching Yellowstone after asking all my followers what they thought of it. Um, it's rated high as a motherfucker. My boy Bo, um, yes, that cocksucker, penis size of a di- uh, roll of dimes, my ex-manager. He told me the show is the best show he's ever watched. Boom, whatever, boom. And, you know, like, I take that with a grain of salt because I know Game of Thrones is supposed to be the best and Queen's Gambit and blah, blah, whatever. There's certain things I care about, okay? But... I did hear on a majority. I want to say if 300 people replied to me, I would say 294 of them said nothing but incredible things. Not okay, great things. Four said semi-negative things, you know what I mean? Or, or like one or two of the four were like, eh, it's all right. Okay. Yellowstone season one so far is fucking good. All right. I would have tried to binge watch, but I had obviously issues this weekend with my kids and everything else. I had my cookies, meet and greet, that cookies event took a lot of fucking work to prep, okay? Had to get the fucking K-Town Destroyer ready. Just took a lot of energy out of me, especially afterwards after I was like seeing people. And just, I'm gonna get into that in a second about motherfucking rude fans, man, everything. Of, of course, fans are great. But anyways, my kids took a lot out of me, but I'm going to go in hard this week. My kids can go to work school. Look, the three hours I gotta put in a day, of actually doing what I need to do for this piece. I almost said what the fuck it was. Jesus Christ. I would have told Miles to delete it anyway. But I'm going to go hard on Yellowstone. I bought all three seasons. I finished three episodes so far. And again, it's lit. I highly suggest to anyone so far to get into it. Okay. Yellowstone is about, you know, um, like farm mafia. 
You know what I'm saying? It takes place in Montana. It's about a man, Kevin Costner, who owns a farm and a bunch of cattle in Montana. It's like, again, it's like really like the farm mafia against the government and then also against like indigenous people. And if you don't know any fucking like tribal people, like Indians who, who have like, you know, a certain amount of land, then, you know, you wouldn't understand. But this is some different change of pace shit. I've never actually gotten into a show like this. this is crazy. There's that one movie with Jeremy Renner and um, I forgot what the fucking Olsen twin sister is. What like, uh, anyways, Kevin Costner does his thing on this shit for sure. All right. Cole uh, Hauser's on here. He's good. That chick from Flight's on here. Uh, who else? Wes Bentley. Good show, man. Y'all should definitely get into this. Um, my favorite show right now, Raising Canaan, is fucking back. Thank God. By the way, the guy who plays Unique on here, did I mention this? I think I did. But, you know, he, he goes by the name of Joey Badass. He started following me on Instagram. We're talking. Might have me on the pod. But, yeah, I was like, bro, what the fuck is going to come back? He's going to come back this Sunday. All right, so episode six was fucking all that. Please, 50, do not start any breaks. No more breaks. No more stops. Let's go all the way to the fucking end. And I pray to God there's 12, 14 episodes. I hope there's motherfucking 50, okay? No pun intended, all right? If you're not watching Raising Canaan, you're missing out on a fucking really good motherfucking show. Sports. My Seahawks finally won a preseason game against the shitty-ass Chargers. You know, all I really care about is I wish the fucking Seahawks took preseason as serious as all the other teams. I, like, why the fuck would you want to lose? You know? Like, period. I'm just saying, I don't give a fuck. If you're suiting up in your actual fucking, actual real, like, you know, uniform, like, why suit up? If you're not going to be sitting, I don't know, oh, just getting looks. Fuck that. Go out there to win. Like, oh, we don't want to. Fuck that, man. The Niners are going out there trying to win. All right? They won their last game. They fucking beat the Raiders last night. Okay? But the Chargers are trash. I will never call them the LA Chargers. I refuse to, okay? They need to go to another city for real. Should have never left San Diego, right? They should have went to Orange County. Just makes more sense. Should have been called the fucking Anaheim Chargers. Fucking anything else. Why LA? Stupid as fuck. Anyways, I highly doubt I'm going to be in Indiana for the season opener against the Colts. The Seahawks opener against the Colts, right? It's their first season game. It's an away game, you know? I'll be in Seattle September 19th. I don't give a fuck what's going on, okay? But I can't be in Indiana for the Seahawks-Colts game because I have to be in New York City for the MTV 40th anniversary party, all right? And the MTV Video Awards. I think I'll be walking the fucking uh, the red carpet. By the way, if you guys didn't see... That Vogue shit is coming out. So I'm like kind of bugging. It's like um, that Vogue shit fucked me up. Like your boy, yo, the Wash Lord, okay? Korean Liam Neeson is really going to be in Vogue. All right, Condé Nast, like the real shit is crazy. Anyways, God willing, my biggest chain of my entire career should be debuting on September 13th. The MTV Music Awards are on the 12th. So, all, everything that I've worked up to this far is going to be fucking displayed on the September 13th in one piece at the Met Gala, okay? Now, I'm 88% sure that I could get it done by then, but, you know, who knows? So, I'm working on this shit like a motherfucker. 
This is not a joke. All right, literally my most important and biggest chain of my career. Now, speaking of MTV, next week I'll be giving away a 40th anniversary MTV X-Ben Baller chain, which I'm sure you've seen on my social media, kind of put it out there a little bit more. This giveaway is only for BTB subscribers, okay? That is it. I'm not doing it on social, nothing. I'm not even going to mention it on social unless people ask. I'm not going to promote it like that, okay? Might let people know that it's for BTB members, but I'm not putting it out there so that other people just look. It's going to go to a BTB Army member. So make sure you stay locked in. Going to announce the situation after next week, probably the next weekend wrap up. I'll announce the situation, okay? You must be subscribed to this show. So make sure you are telling your friends and all your other friends to subscribe. Don't be a hater. Make that shit exciting, okay? On Saturday, before my meet and greet, if I didn't already have my nerves, you know, just racking all over the place, I shot a commercial for LG. Yes, Life's Good, you know, the electronic company, the appliance company, like legit LG. Shot a commercial for LG. I'm not sure if this was for a TV or for one of their phones. It's one of the two, because I know there's something with OLED, but um, the commercial stars Travis Kelsey, and uh, he's the one who chose. He's like, yo, I got to have Ben in this commercial. And um, it should be aired throughout and during the NFL season. So, um, and I can't wait to see it. Um, it's crazy. Another commercial under my belt. Hyped to see myself on the big screen. Yo, Travis Kelsey, I fuck with you. Um, that fucking beard, bro, you fucking crazy, man. I don't know why the fuck he shaved that beard and his mustache. That motherfucker really does look like one of them dudes from fucking Remember the Titans, like on the opposing team. Yo, guys, another announcement um, to the hobby specifically. My Tops 2021 Chrome set is going to be finally dropping early October. Okay, I just got word, just got confirmation from Tops. This is going to be fucking lit. Like, this is the shit. Now that we're out, I can kind of be out because when it came out the first time, couldn't really see people. There were still people doing breaks and stuff, but I'm talking, I could be out, out, push this out there. All right. Especially all the hobby shops that are around. I cannot wait to show you guys the whole set. I hope there will be a raffle because this shit is going to sell out super fast. All right. Now, I know if you're a member of the Montgomery Club, you guys get first dibs, but you know, I, I don't know, man. I just, look, I got my sets. I'll be selling some on, uh, you know, bbdtc.com. But I really hope that all you guys who do want a set, you know, seem to get one. Because I know resale is going to probably be somewhere between 1000 1200 It's crazy. But yeah, this shit is, is lit. I'm excited. Um, and oh yeah, listen guys, thank you so much. Thank you for buying my gold domino set. It's sold out. I really appreciate you guys supporting me. We got a lot more heat coming out. You know, we got this fucking G-Shock. We got some crazy shit coming out, okay? Another successful drop, by the way. My next gold drop is the gold cash gun. It's going to be priced at $99, my cheapest item ever on network history. Of course, everything I do with gold items is going to be exclusive to network, $99, this gold cash gun is going to sell out in seconds, right? It's affordable. It's fun. Motherfucking trappers. Everyone's going to be fucking using this shit. It's dope, okay? So last but not least, 
my cookies event. Well, actually, my Ben Baller Strain event, okay? So um, I did my Ben Baller Strain launch uh, at Cookies Melrose. Shout out to Alex, owner of uh, Cookies, and the whole Cookies fam, whole Cookies team, Burner, you know, my boy Candy Powers and everybody. Um, this was the first time I was launching this in Los Angeles City. So, you know, it was a big deal. And I was low-key really worried. If I didn't have enough to be worried about with my family and everything, I was low-key worried it wasn't going to be crazy, you know? But you guys, a lot of BTB Army members, you guys came through for me, okay? There should be, I should have a recap video today on the BBDTS page, which is at Ben Baller Strain. Should be on there. Thank you for all the gifts. You, man, my fans are the best, okay? Except for this one dude who was driving me fucking crazy, it's like, I just don't get some people, they just don't, you don't get the social cues, you don't get when you're asking for too much, when you like ask for 10 pictures, you ask for me to follow you, like I just like, bro, you, you don't get that by now? And you're over 18? Anyways, it was lit, there was line down the block, it was crazy, it was packed, you know, sold a lot of eights, okay? But yo, shout out to the real fans, like, and I don't like using that word, you know, but some of this one dude, I don't know what he is. He's Asian. Brought me a big ass case of Pokari sweat. He brought me a case of UCC coffees. Brought me a gang of candy. He even got me a gift card to Sonic, which I still haven't tried yet, but I hope um, to try soon. I was told by him that they have Sonics all over OC. People brought me fucking other gift cards. People brought me t-shirts, all this other stuff. Look, you guys came deep as fuck. All right? One of the guys was in line since 8 a.m. and I blessed him with some $700 Master Dynamic in-ear AirPods. EarPods, sorry. And I salute that dude. It was hot as fuck outside. 8 a.m., but I gave, I didn't sell one thing of merch. Every fucking Sharpie, every lighter, every fucking um, BB hoodie, uh, Ben Baller Strain t-shirts, everything. I gave that shit away to everyone who was in line. Everyone I showed up said, fuck it, here it is, boom. It's LA, okay? I was really happy to see my city come out and show real love to me, okay? If you haven't tried Cat Dick or Jonas B, you need to go try it now. I have an official sales team now on board, so we're gonna go into a lot of dispensaries all through California from San Diego all the way to fucking Eureka, okay? Very soon. And by the way, my new strain, K-Town OG, will be dropping soon too. And wait for Box Fan Benny. All that shit is coming, okay? Thank you again, guys. I cannot explain. Thank you to my team. Thank you, fucking Joel. Hoel, I don't know what I would do without you. This weekend was tough. I think you could tell my brain was just not there. Dave, bro, you already know, dog. I fucking love you, bro. Never call you Hyung, but I should start calling you Hyung. Dave, you're a fucking champ. Okay, guys, that's it. I am just, man, I'm just beat that is all the time we have for today. I'm just beating down, guys. Sorry, man. I'm just like, look, on a serious note, on a real serious note, guys, I may need to take BTB to one episode a week. All right? I don't think that's forever, but I may have to get down there. All right? That means maybe drop every new episode on Monday or maybe we change the drop episodes to Friday. Okay? I really got a lot on my plate right now. And uh, it sucks for the Dust Brothers. And it sucks for the BTB Army, right? For the loyal ones. 
But I promise you, with my mental state right now, it will be a much more solid show if I drop once a week, okay? At least until I get my head fully together. It might only be a month, maybe two months. Who knows? But I love you guys. I thank you for the support. I will see you guys soon. And you know what? That doesn't mean I still can't drop emergency episodes. I'm just saying, two is taking toll on me right now with what's going on, all right? Love you guys. Make it a great day. Always remember, this is not your practice life, guys. It's not a video game, right? Yo, Lakey Lake, please help me out, bro. All right, take us out of here, y'all. All right, peace.